0: I, oh, Melissa, I didn't even well, notice your floral headband here. I've been so f- focused on things I, <laughs> on my computer here. You are in <laughs> You were in this like floral headband thing. I, I've seen that before, right?
1: Yeah, I, I have some flower crowns. I I feel a little silly wearing them just randomly out of the blue, so I mostly save them for when my hair needs to be washed. Then it's flower crown
0: time. I gotcha. I gotcha.
1: I only put things on my head when my hair isn't at its best. I
0: I do that every now and then too, especially with hats. Uh, my hat. my hair is fine right now, but I just felt like <laughs> wearing a hat. So.
1: Yeah, your hair doesn't really uh, look different from time to time. I, it looks shorter every now and then, or not as short.
0: Yeah. I I need to get a haircut soon. I doubt I'll get one this weekend because I didn't mention it to my roommate. So maybe next weekend. But you guys won't Mm -hmm. see that because this is the final episode of the Captain's Log for the year. This is number 124. So welcome to the Captain's Log, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kyle Springer and i am joined as always by melissa wilkinson yes hello hello uh so i i i i have on a nasa hat i i, I bought this yeah. hat a, wh- a while back but the uh i wore it today in honor of the guardians welcome guardians uh, uh <laughs> so t- today Mike P- 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 Pence announced, uh, that the military personnel or the Space Force will be named Guardians. Um, so I, 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 I don't know what's up with, with that. Uh. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, make it stop. No. <laughs> Yeah, I I I don't know. I I
1: I clicked on that CNN link and it started playing me a home air freshener ad. I was so alarmed. I didn't think CNN was going to make noises at me. That's
0: funny. I don't. don't, What were you saying? Uh, well, apparently Sam can't hear you. She's in the chat right now. I don't know why. It should absolutely be going to. It's all hooked up correctly. I don't know why it is doing that. So I'm gonna do this other thing. Let's see. Audio, I guess it input capture. Let's tr- try this. L no. pop it up. Let's see if that works. Uh wavelength stream, wavelength monitor. So no, see, I don't need to get all of that. I just need this one. So I'm gonna delete that. Remove. Yes. Yo, output.
2: This one's going to be, uh,
0: we're going to do wave link. I got a new microphone, so that's why uh-huh. things are a little bit different right now on my end. You, you guys mostly won't notice, yeah, except for Sam, uh, who is noticing all of that
2: stuff. Uh, Melissa, can I have you say reminds, something on the it- mic?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, Uh, I'm saying yes. Is that enough words? Do I need to say an entire sentence?
0: No, it was happening perfectly fine just two seconds ago. I don't know why this is not doing that.
2: Where is... No, we want... Oh, there it was. We want skype and we want <laughs> this thing um sound settings yes
1: god eight and cnn.com is giving me an ad for a sofa and it's not the right sofa they're calling that a tuxedo sofa and it absolutely is not a tuxedo mm. sofa is one height all the way around. And this is a back taller than the sides. It's ain't how it doesn't go like that. I've spent a lot of time learning about different types of sofas lately. Mm-hmm. And a tuxedo is what I want. And that's how, not it. How many ta- ta- ta-
0: ta types of sofas are there?
1: Uh, I don't know. 12 to 15 for like a, you know, the everyday couch owner interesting
2: yeah i
0: i don't know why this live stream is not working uh but i'm not going to be able to figure this out right now as we are also talking and recording so unfortunately (laughs) sam i might take the live stream down um which really sucks but The VOD will be up for everyone as soon as possible.
1: (laughs) What an embarrassing VOD. I know. It's it's, five minutes of you clicking things and I yell at (laughs) cnm.com. Yeah. This This is our last episode of the year. It's supposed to be a party. Okay. I've got my swamp nog.
0: Uh, I'm gonna take the vod down. So if you're listening to this, thank you for sticking around for all like eight minutes. Uh, but but yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 fix this in post. P- p- okay, and we're back. Um, yeah, that was strange. I, I I have things all hooked up correctly. They should be working. I I I just I have no idea why. And I was testing this out earlier. I weird 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 anyways back to the subject on hand Mm. space force uh they're named guardians how do you feel about that they are now officially (laughs) the guardians of the galaxy (laughs) i
1: mean you know i'm quite loyal to james gunn's guardians of the galaxy but i gotta say that if you are brave enough
0: be star lord
1: I don't know. Star, star lady, Kyle. What, what is this? A general can only be a man sort of thinking. We can have a star lady in charge of the guardians. I think I that mean, if you're brave enough can to go strip to space...
0: the gender stuff from yeah. Lord.
1: Sure, sure. I think if you're brave enough to go to space, you can call yourself whatever you want. Like, if you get up to space and you're like, I'm president of space now. Mm-hmm. Like, you got up to space and I didn't, so... How am I going to fight you?
0: Right, who knows. I mean, come back down here on Earth and fight like a man, right? Yeah, no. Okay. Uh yeah, I I I I I just thought that was funny, so I wore my NASA hat.
1: You often do. Um,
0: yeah. Well, it's new, so I've worn it only once or twice on the podcast. Do you have another NASA so. hat? Do you have a NASA shirt? I don't have a NASA shirt. Uh, I do have a couple dad hats. I have okay. a black one. Uh, I have a white one and I have this denim one, this NASA denim one. But that's it. That's all I have for dad hats or like space themed or NASA themed stuff. Unfortunately. Okay. But there you go. All right. So cou- couches, 17 types of cou- couches. What How? it's
1: not. It's not like these are agreed upon, like you know the Westminster Kennel Club agrees on dog breeds. Yeah, there's. Well, think about types of couches, Kyle. You have um, back tall, arms short. You have sure. back and arms same size. You have back and arms same size, but the couch is like a hump on the back, like a camel. Uh, you got the rolled arm. You got the Chesterfield arm. You got the straight arm. There's many couches. I'm looking for a tuxedo or a Chesterfield myself.
0: Interesting. I just like I so when when you look for a couch, what are you what is your ideal couch?
1: I like the couch that I have now, but it's a hand me down couch from my grandparents. Mm -hmm. So uh, it has this like country print fabric that I'm gotcha. not wild about and the fabric is also very worn out by this time. <laughs> but I love the shape and size and the structure of the couch. So I just want that again but maybe slightly larger and, you know, and in a modern contemporary kind of neutral
0: fabric. Right? See I I I like leather couches i like sectionals the ones that like do the
1: yeah i want me an l couch Curve
0: thing yeah but then the one we had growing up was really nice we never like actually put it together like we were supposed to but we had uh two of them that were recliners two of the seats were recliners uh and then the one in between them uh the back of the seat came down and it was yes. like it, it had cup holders and stuff like that and you could put your like food there and stuff it was great i loved it but it wasn't the like hard leather where you know like this was yeah. like soft and fluffy and oh it was, it was it's great. like sitting
1: in a baseball glove
0: yeah it was great it was yeah. wonderful so that that is like my idea. Steel type of couch it's it's like chasing the the high of that first couch right
1: i've been dreaming of a sectional my whole life (laughs) and i still admire the big screen tvs of my youth even though they are very outdated now
0: oh we had one that was ginormous and had this like five foot back behind it yeah Yeah.
1: It's a real dump truck of a TV. (laughs) (laughs) If I walked into somebody's house and they had one of those today. Damn, Melissa, look
0: at her butt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want a TV with a back on it. Yeah,
0: TV got back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If I saw a TV like that today, I would still be as impressed as I was when I was a child. I don't think that's, that's going great. to wear off of me. That's great. I want to see it. Yeah. Maybe uh, man, if I one... had like a lot of space and a lot of money, I would have like a real up-to-date home theater room and then I would just have a throwback home theater room that is a giant big screen TV with a big butt and just have VHS's we have no modern movies. It's like, okay, everybody gather around. Everybody has their frutopias. We're going to start Twister.
0: <laughs> Great. That's wonderful. Uh, so you said you were drinking something. Yes. What are you sipping
1: on? I made my own eggnog from scratch.
0: Oh, wow. How, from how real you make egg. That? What, what, what um, is in eggnogs? I, 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 I'm in... Different on eggnog, it's fine. But I'm not like, oh, it's eggnog season. Oh yeah. (laughs) Let's go. Um
1: it's six egg yolks, a lot Mm -hmm. of milk, vanilla, assorted spices. That makes sense so far. uh, And in my case, in my case, brandy. I'd left over brandy Mm. from a sangria recipe, but you can put a variety of alcohols in here. Yeah, I've got it in my Shrek collectible glass which I think makes it Swamp Nog. And I got a little cinnamon stick floating in there like a swamp log for my Swamp Nog. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) On the captain's log.
1: (laughs) Happy Shrek Simber to us
0: all. (laughs) So I am sipping on a Goose Island IPA. Uh, I bought this Today through go puffed oh yes i've seen
1: i've seen that ad
0: yeah i've seen the ad once or twice like a year or two ago
1: yeah and
0: today i woke up and panicked because like i forgot alcohol for our retrospective tomorrow like <laughs> i and i don't have a c- car and i don't really go grocery shopping and i don't think I- 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 amazon delivers alcohol Mm-hmm. Um, all of that stuff. They they usually do, but because they're doing the contactless stuff, they're 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 not d- d- showing it. Um, yeah. So I, I was lo- looking up like alcohol deliveries services, and I tried out Go Puffed for the first t- 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 time. Uh, this is not an advertisement, I swear. But I I I, I had a great experience. That's and I'm good. Kind of fascinated by what it actually it is because i just thought it was like your everyday delivery service you can be mm-hmm. like i want a slurpee from 7-eleven go get me a slurpee uh but that's not it they actually have their own like store it's oh. not a store you can walk in and buy things from but that essentially cuts out the middle man and when they get a, a delivery they have to do it gets there a lot faster Oh, because they don't have to wait for someone to pick up the order and then drive there and get it and then go to your house and do all that stuff. And so, yeah, there was like a two dollar delivery fee and that was it. Or I I, I guess also a a two dollar alcohol fee. uh, Mm. They checked my ID right there at the door and it worked great. It was fast. Nice. I was like, "Holy shit!" You guys got here really, really fast. And they're like, "Yeah, we're just down the street." Blah blah blah. It was great. That's uh, cool. Yeah. So I got this Goose Island IPA. That's what I'm sipping on. That's what I will be drinking uh, tomorrow as well for our five year anniversary <laughs> retrospective. Chimney is so old. Yeah, five years. I'm so. I have to say, I am proud of how far the whatnots have come. I don't know like i i I knew and I still know that I want to do this for a long time, yeah, that makes sense like I, uh-huh. I want to do this until i can't right <laughs> uh do who knows if you'll stick around or if Ignacio will stick around yeah. or who who knows what the what knots will look like then right um mm. but man i like i I didn't have a whole like Five years from now, I still want to be doing the whatnots, but hey, we're still here. I'm proud of that. Yeah. That's wonderful. (laughs) So uh, if you are listening to this, uh, I I, I would say if you were here live, but our technical difficulties uh, stomped that out. Uh, But we did a live stream on Saturday, which I guess is tomorrow uh, for us recording this. Uh, But be on the lookout for that because that will be on all of our podcast feeds. Uh, So no matter what podcast of ours you listen to, you guys can check out all of that stuff. And it's going to be great. We're going to be eating and drinking and playing some games and talking and all sorts of stuff. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So yes, be on the lookout for that. How, like when 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 you joined the whatnots, Melissa. I'm sure I'll ask you this again tomorrow.
1: <laughs> this but, is our dry run, right? Yeah. Like,
0: what did you think would happen did, ah. like, w- once I was like, "Yes, you're hired"? Like, did did did? <laughs> Did 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 you think we would be going for five years strong? I, I, I guess you've been here for two and a half years. Yeah. Years?
1: Yeah. Uh, I joined like April 2018.
0: OK, so just before years.
1: Infinity War.
0: <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, what did you think would happen?
1: I don't know. I, I think I saw myself sticking around because I'm like, wh- what do I have to do? yeah <laughs> so i'm still here there and i know wow i'm happy to still be doing it with you i'm excited to see if we do get as you've often talked about a couple more occasional co-hosts in the mix where we can just yeah. swap them in and out yeah I'm, you I'm, know mix up the party sometimes
0: i'm hoping to get a little bit more yeah, hosts on the review show and on the captain's log. Either that's Gino and Ignacio and Alan from Crossplay, or a more permanent host for those ones, or a guest or two on on stuff. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think twenty twenty one will be a good year. Yeah. So I'm excited. Melissa, do 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 we want to? dive into all of our favorite stuff of the year now
1: uh whenever you want to take it i know it's a, a rather large set piece for the episode
0: okay well let's 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 start with that and see how far that takes us
1: <laughs> okay all of Okay. that stuff
0: so you you had the idea you were like hey next week we should <laughs> uh I, I mean it's it's not a revolutionary concept right, yeah. um but you were like, "Hey, let's let's uh, look at all of our favorite media uh, mm. that we consumed this past year." And I, 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 you mentioned that it didn't have to be new media that came out mm. in twenty twenty. Just something that you personally watched, right? So, for example, it could be a movie from nineteen sixty. But hey, it's yeah. your first time watching that, so. I'm excited to dive into that. I have some notes here. Good. I wrote down. So I've actually been keeping notes of every movie that I've watched, every TV show, and every comic book. I've written down the – not like extensive notes on them all, but just I've written down all the ones that I've watched here. And I have uh, some stats and all that stuff. There's a lot. I I was just – curious as to like I, I wonder how how many of these i actually consume in a year Yeah, it's
1: good to have a number
0: yeah because i i i do this a lot i watch movies i watch tv shows play video games read comics uh yeah and i I've just like I, I wonder exactly how much uh so i i would like to officially announce
3: this year I
0: watched 61 movies. Uh-huh. 51 different TV shows. Wow. With a total of 1270 episodes. And for comics I read 540 issues of uh western style comics and 90 chapters of manga oh yeah
1: that's so many numbers i tried to calculate how many tv episodes you watch in a day and Uh i uh some of these may be an hour long half hour as i know you talked about watching steven universe those are all 12 minute episodes that is an average of three and a half episodes of anything a day which is pretty good
0: yeah i i so i i haven't separated them out of like these are half an hour and this is an hour long maybe i'll do that by tomorrow and i'll be like i watched (laughs) this many hours of television there you go who knows uh and then you're gonna print
1: all of this out on a certificate and mail it to your parents and have them put it up on the fridge Right? And yeah. next time they have a friend over and they're like, what's your boy up to? They point at this <laughs> certificate that you designed yourself.
0: He's a vegetable. <laughs> He's watching all this uh... stuff.
1: <laughs> we, should, we should do that for our parents. Design our own certificates to ourselves from ourselves. Just like, mom, look how well I did. Put it, put it on your fridge, mom.
0: I, I kind of did that for my graduation, uh, <laughs> for like the invites to my graduation. I did, 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 didn't send out the ones that you could buy from this school. I made my, my, <laughs> I my, 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 my own. And but that's they, for a they, real they like thing. These... <laughs> I mean, sure, but it's still, it's still about... a thing of just like, hey, and... guys, I did this thing. Look at that. <gasps>
1: I want to invent an accolade and design my own documentation of the accolade to give to my parents, like it's my diploma that they have framed on their wall.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. That's good.
1: <laughs> I did two and a half years of a podcast.
0: You now have a bachelor's in pod c- 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 in pod. C- c- c-
1: De- yeah, when I've done this for four <laughs> years, um, please, please, you're the graphic designer. Will you make me a diploma?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to figure th- that out and make something. We'll, we'll figure that thing out. Uh, in the Where meantime, Alyssa, it looks like we have a very poor connection on the internet. Because uh, you are completely frozen and I cannot hear you right now. Wow. Are we back? There we go. Yes. Okay.
1: I didn't go anywhere.
0: Yeah. Are, we had a poor connection there for a sec. Okay. <sighs> we're back. We got things figured out. We've been having all kinds of technical difficulties mm. and stuff like that. So, Melissa. Yes. How do you want to do this? Because I, I have – I highlighted five things from each each section so i have my five favorite movies five favorite tv shows and five favorite comics that i've read uh <laughs> but I, I don't have them in any order and i don't know how um, many you picked out or it, like let's w- see. what all you have i
1: i don't think i've got different categories oh let's start i wanted to ask you do you have those do you have a spotify end of the year wrap-up
0: um i do i already did it my my Sp- my spotify wrap-up is always strange how do i get back to it
1: i don't uh i don't know how you get back so wait, to it because oh, i like uh, i look forward to mine go. i stick with mine
0: let's see do deeper into some of your top artists of 2020 with a. I i think those are playlists though can i do my oh see how you listened in 2020 okay All of that. Oh, oh, sound. Hello. Hello. Don't need all of that. Is there a pause button on this thing? Because it goes through all of that stuff.
1: I don't know. I just screenshot it as it goes through. So I have some stats.
0: So how about you take it away on your Spotify and I'll screenshot mine as it, uh, as it does all of the stuff.
1: (laughs) Okay. You're working on yours. Yeah. Uh. So Spotify, my top song of the year was Life Itself by Glass Animals.
0: Okay. I don't think I've uh, heard of them.
1: Well, they are. Uh, They're good. (laughs) I'm excited to read three of these, but I have very few words to describe how I like these. I just do. Uh I do like them. The top songs, Life Itself. Uh, Cairo by San Furman. The Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunnymen, uh, very oh, ominous. Bunnymen. <laughs> Avocado Baby by Los Campesinos, and If You See My Enemies by Rubble Bucket. And my top artist was Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds.
0: Okay. And I've I am in the them.
1: top 0.5% of their listeners this year.
0: Wow, okay.
1: Which I think gets me an Australian citizenship.
0: There you go. I, so I'm familiar with them because they did a lot of the soundtrack to Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. They did the intro song of the like, uh, was it the Red Right h- h- Hand? Yes. It's a pre existing song. It's yeah. many
1: years old. It's in an episode of X Files from 1994.
0: There you go. Good stuff. And
1: Spotify says I spent 16, uh, 1627 minutes listening to their music, which is uh, 27 hours. Wow. And my top artists were Nick Haven, the Bad Seeds, Hosier, who was number one last year. He's been knocked off the top spot. <laughs> Barnes, Courtney, Duran, Duran, and The Killers. And I look at this list and it feels like five different types of wizards.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
0: You still working on yours? You still... I'm still working on mine. I'm almost done here.
1: Heck, let me read. Let me read other stuff I got in my... Let's round out the top 10. Top 10. Uh, Spotify. Songs I played this year. How do I get... No, it's 2019. What else was in here? Uh, Mirror Master by Young the Giant. Is There Something I Should Know by Duran Duran. Rich Friends by Portugal the Man. Wrecking Ball by Mother Mother, Mr. Know-It-All by Young the Giant. See, a lot of these songs are songs I put on fan mixes this year. Mm-hmm. This was a big year for me making playlists. It gave me something to do while I've been stuck right, at yeah. home working all the time. And I made a uh, playlists for two of the shows we covered on the review show this year. I made a whole Venture Brothers playlist and a whole Mr. Robot playlist. And I would listen to those through nice. as I curated them to test the flow of the playlist so a lot of those songs wound up pretty high on my spotify numbers
0: okay fair enough okay i am done with my thing so okay i got all of this stuff okay pictures let's open up all of this stuff spotify Let's start you off with a win. It says, You discovered 353 new artists oh. this year. Even in 2020, you still found ways to grow. You listened to 276 genres this year, mm. including 113 new ones.
1: Oh my God. Got, I have no There's idea. There's that what many those genres? genres are.
0: No idea. Uh, my top genres number one, hip hop, number two, abstract hip hop number three vocal jazz number four funk number five indie soul
1: wow so diverse
0: yeah uh my top song of the year is line to dot by toki monster um so i i have to say i'll back up a bit my spotify like end of the year thing is always a little bit uh skewed uh-huh. I have a gigantic playlist of songs that I listen to when I'm asleep like I, oh, I have yes. my, my speaker and I, I just put this on all night it runs for like ten, ten, 10 hours each day and I really only have to like restart the playlist maybe once a week. Mm-hmm. if if that like it has thousands of songs and stuff so it's always ske- ske- skewed of like yeah you listen to this songs this many t- times like <laughs> i don't even remember that song like i don't like know. i don't know yeah, what song like this is right
1: my, my youtube suggestions are a lot of eight hours of rainstorm noise
0: right yeah yeah uh so yeah L- L- line to dot by toki monsta who i do know and i do really like her 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 stuff um uh, my f- very first stream of the yeah 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 was on January 4th with that very same song line to dot uh my day with m- the most streams was January 16th again with line to dot by mm. toki monster and i guess the song that had the most streams was again line to dot by toki monster which i'm assuming was in my playlist the 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 sleep one i don't know uh so my top songs my top 2 songs were from toki monster number 1 was line to dot number Two was "Smoke and Mirrors" by Toki Monster. Number three was "Meaning" by Quantic. Uh, Number four was "In Your Eyes" by Bad Bad Not (laughs) Good and Charlotte Day Lewis. I believe it got cut off. Um, And number five again, Toki Monster with "Aching Nodes." Mm. That's all from the exact same fucking album, too. Wild. Uh, Let's see. You listen to The Gates. Before it hit 50,000 sht- sht- streams. I don't, I don't know what that's referring to. Mm. Finding the new millennial pink? What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, yes. Uh, it's just
1: like you've spotted a trend before it's a trend. Spotify gave me one of those too, but I didn't screenshot it at the time. And it was a song I listened to like twice. And it's like, you, you got on you it were first. One of the first.
0: Yeah. Uh, my top d- decade was the 2000s. That's where most of my music came from.
1: Yeah, I think I got that too, which surprised me. Because like Mm -hmm. any contemporary music I can't affix to a particular time very well. I'm just like, I think it's come out since I've turned 10. But I I don't know when, when in that range. So that was a surprise. Spent a lot Um, of this year with 80s new wave. That was one of my genres.
0: How vaporwave of you
1: right (laughs) it's old wave yeah it was Uh, new now it's old
0: my top song from the 2000s decade was again meaning by quantic uh my top artist was tpr and i was in the top 0.5 percent of listeners this year i think last year i was in the like 0.1 percent so he uh this guy does a lot of like piano versions of video game songs oh, and nice. stuff it's, it's it's all in in my sleep thing where it's very mm. ca- ca- calming music that you can fall asleep to uh your favorite song from TPR t- was find your way and you spent 6333 minutes listening to their music mm. You listened to 845 artists this year, but those that reign supreme, number one was TPR. Number two was 1-2, spelled W-U-N, space T-W-O. Number three, Atmosphere. That seems a little bit more like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Julie London, getting some old jazz in wow. there there you go and number five tommy guerrero uh he used to be a professional skateboarder and then he turned (laughs) to music after that Mm -hmm. Um, he has some good stuff um let's see thanks for spending all 67 months of 2020 with us uh that that, that one was good that made me laugh uh Mm -hmm. yeah that's it that's my thing yay there you go music accomplished music accomplished
1: you want to do let's do podcasts did you put down anything about
0: podcasts um that i can kind of mention off the top of my head um so i I think by far this year my favorite podcast as of late has been waypoint radio Mm -hmm. uh it's mainly a video game podcast um and they talk about uh, uh, other things from time to time every once in a while they'll be very political focused um but i i they they are always very adept at what they're talking about they're very eloquent uh in what they're talking about whether it be their experience with a video gig game or uh i watched this new show or here's what's happening in politics oh my god did you see this blah blah and like i i i don't really consider myself knowledgeable all that much yeah. on politics and stuff and so to hear them talk about it in a way that i can both understand and also find like the way they're doing this is fascinating Like Mm -hmm. I I is wild, Uh, but they are great. One of the hosts, Austin Walker, is also a big Gundam fan. I feel like he often puts my Gundam knowledge to shame, uh, which (laughs) angers me, makes me jealous. (laughs) So
1: You have a rival. You have a baby with one eyebrow.
0: Yeah, no, he's he's wonderful. But yeah, it's just a lot of fun. I think on top of that, uh, another big staple of mine is the Rooster Teeth podcast. And yeah. I think by the end of the year, by January 1st, 2021, I think I will have listened to every single episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast. Ooh, boy. Period. Uh, now, I've been catching up for a year and a half, mm-hmm. two years now. Um And I think I have less than 10. So they have a bunch of their stuff on YouTube. Yeah. A majority of their stuff. They have like 600 something episodes. I think of their more recent stuff, I'm like maybe 10 episodes behind. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I can c- 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 catch up on that really fast, but then they have a p- portion of their podcast that was audio only that they don't yeah. have up on YouTube t- 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 tube. So simultaneously I've been g- 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 going through all of that, all, all, all the stuff. And I'm still fascinated about how, like, I, I think I mentioned this like a month or two back, how my life will mimic what they're talking about on the podcast and stuff. And yeah, so I've been like catching up on the really, really old stuff. There's, I finally caught completely up on the like middle old stuff that I've been trying to catch up on. And then just because of quarantine, I fell behind on the most Mm. recent stuff. Um, But yeah. And like 600-something episodes. That's wild. But I think by the end of the year, I will finally have that all done because I think I have, like, less than 10 on the old podcasts of that stuff. So there you go. That's a I think <laughs> they're they a good one there.
1: Way to go. Yeah. I, I I feel like I'm always talking about my big mainstay podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. Blank Check, All Fantasy Everything, Podcast the Ride, So I wanted to write down a list of my favorite new podcasts I started listening to this year. And these are new podcasts from 2020, not like older stuff that I'm just starting to get into now, like Doughboys. I don't think I listened to Doughboys before this year. That's a podcast where these two guys review chain restaurants and they (laughs) get really into it. And they have like all of these scoring mechanisms like... Right, it's four forks, but is it five forks? I'm going to give it four and a half forks. Okay, four forks and two tines.
0: Is a, is a half fork a spork? So it's like
1: four no, forks like and a, a
0: spork. Fork, a fork has
1: tines to it, you know? So they count the number know. of tines for, like, partial scores.
0: Okay, yeah. that works.
1: And you can get into a golden plate club or a platinum plate club if you do really good. <laughs> and then they play, like, games at the end of the episode. like. Snack or whack, where they decide if a snack is good or drink or stank. If they decide a
0: drink is good, drank or stank,
1: or pie in this, this guy to- where
0: t- t- Tony stank,
1: <laughs> where Nick describes a pie and Mike has to guess what kind of pie it is. It's very I like fun. The world.
0: My funny.
1: favorite genre of podcast is taking a silly thing way too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> But these are new 2020 podcasts that I got super into. One of these I put on the list for talking points last week, and then I decided to bump it to this week as part of this whole scenario. I've been getting into some audio dramas lately. I've always liked audio dramas, but I've been wanting them more now that I have longer stretches of time here at home. I can get more immersed in them.
0: I was a big fan of audio drama here at the Whatnots.
1: Yeah, like I re listened to Black Tapes podcast earlier this year, which was fantastic. That's uh, one, uh, that's going to be a favorite of mine I returned to for a long time. For and I listened sure, of sure. Fairy, which was interesting. I f- Fairy was new this year, too. Yeah, Fairy's new. If you like the Pacific Northwest stories, like Black Tapes and Tannis and Rabbits, yeah, listen to Fairy too to round all of that out. Okay. I know. found a podcast. I forget how I found it. I think I was looking at some other audio drama in Podcast Addict, and then I just clicked on related titles,
0: and it led me to this one called The Left Right Game. Yeah, I saw you mention that, or at least had it written down (laughs) in our notes. I hadn't... What is that?
1: I had the sense that I heard the title once, but I really didn't know what it was. It's an audio drama produced by Sonos, the speaker company. I have one of their speakers. Oh, is it good?
0: It's great sound quality. I'm not a fan of their app. Okay. But besides that, it's great.
1: It's produced by Sonos and Tessa Thompson, who stars in this as a journalist who fun like she's just it starts kind of like how black tape starts when alex is like i'm just gonna go interview people with weird jobs and then she gets in a paranormal investigation and she finds richard strand and she's like forget it the entire podcast is just about this guy now forget all the other weird jobs i was gonna talk about Struck gold yeah she plays this journalist who's doing interviews for kind of like an um a this american life type of show and she finds this old guy who's really into this kind of urban legend called the left right game where you start out from like a certain point you take a right you take a left you take a right you take a left you know next turn you come to you have to take that turn you have to alternate like that and if you do that enough you will cross over into another dimension And he's like, I've done it before, but I haven't gotten very far. I'm going back out again.
0: Another dimension.
1: dimension.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm going back
1: out. I'm bringing more people with me. Do you want to come along with me? So she rides around with him in his truck. And they're followed by this caravan of people, all these other interested people. They're like, yeah, we want to see the other dimension. And it's just.
0: note, before you continue on that, I heard a great explanation of the Difference between alternate dimensions and alternate universes, oh. and to be honest, sometimes I I I just don't think about that. And right, and, and when it was he was like, yeah, what is the difference between that? And someone was like, a dimension is is like a direction in space, right? You can go up, down, left, yeah. right, backwards, forwards. So another dimension would be like a a, a new direction in 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 that thing, right? So it's uh-huh. it's 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 still within your universe, but there is a n- there is now a new dimension. Okay. In there, right? So think of uh like the quantum realm in Ant-Man yes. and the Wasp, right? Like it's yes. still in their universe, but it's a yes. new dimension. Helpful. Whereas an alternate universe is just like it's something else entirely. It can be Okay parallel right where it's like everything happened exactly the same except for this thing uh but yeah it's just like it's completely separate got it thank you that that makes so much sense i don't know why i just like i like i should know that nobody has ever set down
1: rules for that like no narrative has ever you know it's not like scott said i'm going into an alternate universe and then hank Pym was like it's an alternate dimension scott jeez (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> Dimension, not universe. we have been over this uh, no like I, I I feel like I do know that in the back of my Mm-mm. mind and stuff like that. yeah, but yeah it, it, it it is something that I think a lot of people use interchangeably myself included. So who
1: told you this? Was it a scientist? Uh, You know,
0: I think this was (laughs) on one of the podcast I listened to. It might have been on MinMax, who I might mention after you are done. Okay, OK. So please continue.
1: Yeah, but it's just this caravan of cars going through this alternate dimension and encountering weird things. And Tessa Thompson's character, Alice, is recording all of these audio logs. And she's emailing them to a friend back home. And so every episode like starts with her friend back home, listening to these tapes and like, he's telling his mom about him. Like, you know what? You remember Alice? Like Alice, my friend from college, she sent me this weird recording. I don't know what she's up to. And his mom's like, who is Alice again? And he's like, Alice, you remember Alice? Like, you know, we were roommates once, you know, we lived in that house together with some other people. Like I do... I do not remember Alice. I'm sorry. And so he finds out he's like the only person who remembers her. Like she goes into this alternate dimension, and the only person who remembers her. Is this nightmare vale
0: p- p- productions? It is thing? not. But it's no. got okay. that vibe. You, it seems a right, it seems a lot like Alice's. Alice and I dead. was like, I wonder if yeah. No. I was like, I wonder if it's c- connected. No. No. Okay. Oh, well,
1: you know, there's so there's two different podcasts you can listen to about a woman named Alice driving into somewhere scary.
3: This is the other one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it seems like Alice isn't dead and like. Oh, like something else. Oh, it it did kind of remind me of Annihilation, a movie featuring Tessa Thompson and that there is this weird change in reality that you are going to travel into for science And they get in there and it is like they go through a forest where there is a deer and like they accidentally hit a deer with their car and it starts mutating and screaming like a human.
2: You still there? Gotcha. I'm
0: I'm still here. I missed what you said, but I'm going to pretend like I did. So, yes, that sounds great. That's okay. Wonderful. Bravo. (laughs) Encore.
1: No, it's a really strong, really interesting audio drama. And it's not very long. I think it's like eight or ten episodes. They're like kind of around the half hour mark. That's not bad. Yeah, you could get through it in like a week or two. I recommend it. And the the, the cover art's also very pretty, which is a plus. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, that's my favorite audio drama of the year.
0: I've been wanting to get back into the audio dr- drama yeah. uh, scene and just see what's out there. Cause I I loved what the, was out there when I was, you know, l- 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 listening to yeah. uh, Greater Boston and Wolf 359 and Aura's P- P- Paradoxica and stuff like that. Um, but I kind of fell off and then haven't really paid attention and I know they've made things like the Far Meridian or uh the Big Loop uh, yeah. or stuff and I I just I I haven't really paid attention to, 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 to that or what the smaller ones out there right are mm-hmm. um so yeah we'll we'll have to do some more audio drama in 2021 on the review show um because yes. I I would I would like to bring that back and I would uh maybe like to get some of the creators on this show i uh, just be like hey come hang out with us who are Please? you what do you do how how do you do it yes Stuff tell like us that. how so,
1: i'd like to make an audio drama someday and i
0: i i i have a dream of being a voice actor in mm. in an audio drama um and yeah actually, actually no, I, I don't know how much I've told you the details, but Paul and I were at one p- p- point writing for an I think audio drama. you mentioned drama. that. Yeah. Uh, we were writing for an audio drama called Terms, mm. uh, which was is this like political thriller thing, which I, you guys heard me <laughs> earlier in the thing of being like, I'm not super educated <laughs> <laughs> c- 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 politically. Um uh, mm-hmm. But they were doing – I guess we're, we're going to do like a special season where they got guest writers to do Ooh. all of this stuff. And we were writing for that. I'll I'll, I'll mention – I'll sa- save that story for our five-year anniversary retrospective because okay. I feel like at this point something ha- – because we never – like it never came out. It never got made. They never huh. made their season two. I'm just gonna assume statute of limitations, and if I get in trouble, oh well, who cares? Okay, I I don't think (laughs) they're gonna do anything, big. But (laughs) yeah, I'll I'll mention that story tomorrow on uh, our five year anniversary retrospective. Nice, should be fun. So go check. I want to
1: talk. I want to talk about a couple other favorite podcasts this year. These are some. Well, one of them is an improv comedy podcast uh, called The Neighborhood Listen. And Mm -hmm. it's Paul F. Tompkins and Nicole Parker playing these characters who live in this little town, you know, somewhere in USA named Dignity Falls. And they go through real posts on the, uh, (laughs) like the neighborhood app or the Nextdoor Mm -hmm. app is its specific name. I always forget because they never name it by name in the podcast. They're going through real posts on Nextdoor and like... Mm talking about them as if they're in this town and they get a guest on every episode to like play somebody who has supposedly written one of these real world posts. It's so funny. It's been such a highlight of my year. (laughs) Every time a new episode comes out, I'm so happy.
0: That's great.
1: (laughs) For my birthday this year. Yeah. I had to spend it, it, it by myself. I made this whole cake for myself just because I wanted to make a cake. And I'm like, well, I don't want to break the tradition of not like putting a candle in it and like blowing the candle out. I got wishes to make. I got moves to make. And then so I was I'm like, am I going to sing happy birthday to myself alone in my apartment to then blow out a couple candles? And I thought, no. There's a new episode of the Neighborhood Listen out today. You're going to put on the Neighborhood Listen. You're going to sing along yeah. with that podcast theme song instead of Happy Birthday and then
0: blow your Do they have out. lyrics that you can sing along to? Or is it just yeah. like you're like, la In, la
1: la? la. In Dignity Falls, you're never alone. You've got the Neighbor Hap app and us, Bert and Joan, from coyotes to mail theft to weird things to sell. We'll cover it all and meet new neighbors as well. We'll chat about any posts you're missing, so just tune in to The Neighborhood Listen. That's I've, wonderful. It's so delightful. Please, if go listen to The Neighborhood Listen. It is my favorite thing now. Okay. Uh, I also love Very Amusing, which is a podcast uh, hosted by Carly Weisel, a theme park journalist, that's all about... Various theme parks. Imagine having
0: that as your job title theme park journalist.
1: Yeah. Freelance theme park journalist. She's been all over the place. She's great at it. And she's finding all sorts of things to cover this year where many theme parks aren't open. Like she'll branch out. Yeah. There's been this trend on TikTok, apparently somebody. So they're going to put a Ratatouille ride into the France Pavilion at Epcot in Disney World. And someone went on TikTok and they wrote a song just about Ratatouille because they're just excited for it. They're like looking forward to that ride and they're excited, you know, just thinking about how good the movie is. And that kicked off this trend of people writing Ratatouille, the musical songs. Okay. (laughs) so she just talked to a bunch of these TikTok personalities who had written original like Broadway style musical songs about Ratatouille. That's interesting. And this month she is deemed it Shrek Simber be- mm-hmm. <laughs> because she's Jewish. And she's like, there's hardly ever any Hanukkah representation in theme parks. So I'm going to have to find it for myself. Shrek is yeah. Jewish. So we're spending the whole month celebrating Shrek. I gotcha. Yeah, it's a delight. She just did an interview this week with the people who put together Shrek Fest.
0: Yeah. Which is is this
1: festival. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's this festival in Madison, Wisconsin every Labor Day. They just celebrate Shrek and they have an onion eating contest and they screen the movie. You like bring a picnic blanket and sit out on some lawn in Wisconsin. It sounds wonderful and I would love Mm -hmm. to go the next time it is happening because... Wisconsin's not very far. I can get to Wisconsin. Not that bad, yeah. And I also, I didn't find this podcast. They found me. This podcast followed me on Twitter, which happens sometimes. And sometimes I look them up. But this one I looked up and I listened to and I'm like, this is absolutely up my alley. This is very specific content for me and I love it. It's a podcast called The Zucchini Warriors. And it is these, uh, it's these adult siblings in Canada who are rereading all of the books by popular young adult author Gordon Corman, perhaps best known for the Bruno and Boots books, which were some of my favorite books when I was a kid. They were my older brother's books. They got passed down to me and they're these, they're beyond a chapter book. They're like, you know, like a 200 page novel for like a a, an 11 year old to read just about these boys getting into mischief in Canadian private schools. (laughs) They're so chaotic. They're so funny. And it means a lot to me to hear people who have also loved these books. And they're like, we're going to reread them and recap the entire thing. And they've got all these segments and all these bits and all these games. That's good.
0: So So I, I, I have, uh, it, an interesting thing to share speaking of podcast c- c- finding us uh-huh. um, so i i completely forgot about this until unt- until now uh we got a message from uh let's see what is her name she's at sam Barbero mm. on twitter uh she is the or i i don't know pronouns they they are the uh the creator of the fearsome morning ah! and they messaged us on 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 twitter and i completely forgot t- 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 to respond so i apologize oh my God. uh but i i am shouting this out now uh yeah on december 7th <laughs> they said, uh, hi, I wrote a podcast that you reviewed on the review show about two years ago. The fearsome morning. I wanted to get in, t- t- in touch to let you know that I'm releasing a new show. Yes. Yes. Uh, and this new show, it sounded really interesting. It's called uh, I think it's assassinly. It's Ooh. assassin.ly, And I believe that's <gasps> the website, too. Um, it's an audio drama about an assassination startup in New York where murder is legal, uh, so mm. long as you fill out the right paperwork. So that might have to be something we ch- check out, but you just completely reminded me of that. And I was like, oh shit, I never responded. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, send
1: me that. Like screenshot that or something and send it to me. I love the fearsome morning. I'm so happy that the person who made that show found that episode that we made.
0: Yeah uh so i'll 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 respond to them uh once we're done recording this but i i just followed them back and, and stuff like that so yeah uh go check that stuff out that'll be an interesting one cuz that that the the fearsome morning was a lot of fun it was it was really wacky i believe yes. it was fast yeah. paced i don't remember exactly what i said cuz it was a while back that we yeah that was did one of the one. first things we did yeah, um, that seems like an interesting premise.
3: Go.
1: I'll have to look into that. Good, good. And that was a really funny audio drama, too.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. it's always a gym when you find ones that are like, this is more of a comedy than a drama.
0: Right. <laughs> or, or that can, like, mix it. Well, where yeah, you, like, like, you want to know what's happening, or you want to know more about the ca- characters or mm-hmm. the world or all that stuff, but it's it's also like genuinely funny.
1: Right. This is why I love King Falls AM. I think they're really funny and really good at the drama alternately. Yeah. Like at the same time. Indeed, the Other ones are funny too. Like Wolf 15 Wolf 359 start out really funny and it, it it is still funny, but it like it the ends tone up, gets it ended up
0: being more of a sci-fi of just like yeah and the to tone like gets so dark that thing okay
1: there we go the stakes are so high by the end of it and it's like oh i just miss when dog didn't want to go to work
0: right right <laughs> good stuff and um, i want
1: to take um can i tell you about my single favorite so, podcast moment of the entire year and then we can switch to something else
0: Hold off on that. Let me sh- shout out my next p- podcast. C- yes, c- yes. Cast, and then you can do your uh, favorite podcasting c- 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 moment of the year because I don't really have one. So uh, we'll save the best for last. So the next podcast I want to shout out because you started mentioning some like new ones. Some yeah. new podcast. 2020 20 c- new c- one. Casts. I think – So, this one. Let
1: me double check that the Zucchini Warriors came out this year. It might have been late 2019, but
0: soon. So, the one I'm about to shout out is late 2019. Their first episode was, or I guess episode zero uh, was October 23rd. And then they released their first episode proper, uh, I believe, uh, that next week on October 31st. Uh, 2019 this is min max the min max Mm. show Uh, they are a video game podcast uh, made up of a bunch of the employees from game informer Uh, Mm. game informer if you do not know they are a magazine Uh, they are also owned by gamestop uh, the oh. video game store, but GameStop has been going downhill as of late in the recent yeah ye- 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 years and stuff like that. And end of, uh, yeah, I guess like early fall last year, it got hit with some big news. They got hit with a bunch of layoffs and stuff like that. And so it was k- kind of immediately like, oh, shit, what do we do? We're out of a job. Mm -hmm. What if we start up a Patreon and just make our own thing and just keep doing what we're doing? Because we already kind of have the audience for it. So maybe it'll work. And that's what they did. Uh, So they've been going for a little over a year now. Uh, And I love their show. Uh, their intro to the show, they say like uh, they say something along the lines of like, "Hey, welcome to the Minmax sh- Show." But then their t- tagline is uh, a show about games, f- 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 friends, and getting better. Oh, and so it's it's just this, I yeah, this idea of like, hey, it's not just about like getting better in these. games. Games, but like just at life like how do we be yeah. better pe- people and stuff and they just have a lot of fun and they're so genuine that's um, good yeah and I, like it's just it it's a really really great show that i highly recommend if you are interested in video g- 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 games in the slightest that sounds um, sweet yeah they they have all sorts of games that they do each week on on their and not just like video games that they play but like hey we're playing video game 20 questions or who this or that or something all sorts of stuff so it's it's a lot, lot, lot of fun they cover news reviews things that they play in all sorts of stuff so go check them out and if you see me in my blue t- t-shirt uh with the a- 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 arrows on on it ah. uh that is from min max that's nice that's that's their thing and they're from minnesota
1: minnesota what central time zone like me
0: there you go yeah they
1: could drive to shrek fest and it wouldn't take very long
0: <laughs> i i don't know if shrek fest is what they would do but so i i guess i should also mention that under the min max umbrella similar to how we operate here at the whatnots we have multiple podcasts and so do they yes Uh, So min max is their main podcast, which is a play on the word or I guess the term min maxing, which is more of like making sure all of your stats are like maxed out and stuff like that. And, you you know, make sure they're all min maxed. Um, And also, again, they're in Minnesota. So min max with with two ends like Minnesota.
1: I couldn't hear that second N.
0: Right, mid max, Um, (laughs) but it's wonderful. But they they do a number of other shows on top of that. Uh, I know they have a music podcast that they review different albums every week or something like that. I think it's that. I think that one is or used to be called Min Tracks, and I think they changed it to something else at one point for a short stints they also had min snacks uh where they reviewed snacks and stuff it was great but then they have uh another podcast called better quest uh-huh. uh which is i think I, I don't know if it's weekly or like monthly or who knows what but yeah it, it is them c- kind of talking about or dissecting different things about how to become better people uh, I, I, on the recent one, they mentioned something about doing like addiction to social media and just like, you know, is that something you should be worried about? Is that mm-hmm. something that really makes a difference? Is that a real thing? What are the effects? So all of that stuff, you, you know, so they just look to improve themselves. Um, and they are a wonderful community. So go check them out. So that is my shout out to MinMax. Nice. I want to give a shout out
1: to, as mentioned earlier, All Fantasy Everything. Good stuff. Earlier this year, and I think it was April, because this was the first episode that they recorded in quarantine. So when they would record in person, they would record at Ian's house, and he named his house the Fortress of Solid Dudes. Sure. So when they
3: (laughs) they
1: start doing it online through video calls, they called it the Legion of Zoom
0: okay good i I, I like them i like them
1: so they did an episode about uh items that look edible but aren't aka forbidden snacks and they were going around drafting things that look good but you can't eat it like uh like insulation pink cotton candy fiberglass insulation or like lava (laughs) or paint
0: Paint, like, but i wouldn't eat paint no i don't think i would i, I don't think that it would be looks, on my list i can it
1: looks good I, that's I, the whole I, point i can
0: understand lava lava is intriguing I, I i would want to eat that and just be like uh mouth right yes mouth <laughs> mouth <laughs> mouth but paint, no, I, I don't think I would want paint.
1: But it's an hour and a half of things like that. And then it's the it- oh, <laughs> it's great. David says he wants to eat a Harley Davidson motorcycle and he's trying to explain it to them. i have to listen to them tell it, Kyle.
0: So I've listened to one of their shows a long yes. time ago. Yes. And it, it, it was great. I lo- liked it, but just not, not something that I would yeah. k- 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 keep up with week to week. But yeah. Things that ch- look edible, but aren't. <laughs> that yes, that's great. They, that they get great. a
1: lot out of it. And it's the end of the episode. They've done all their picks and they're naming their like honorable mentions, things they also considered putting on their lists. Okay. And Sean Jordan, that sweet skateboard angel, just mutters a human lung. And they're like, what? <laughs> a, human, a human lung? And he's like, I think it looks good. It looks good to me. And anyway, I also had marbles on the list, and Ian's like, "No, we're not talking about marbles, Sean. A lung? <laughs> That's great. It's I, I have gone back and listened to that part of the podcast oh like four God. times this year. I probably will next year, at least one time a year until I die. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen.
0: I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to go back and check that one out. That sounds wonderful." that's great all that stuff okay uh so Melissa, we should get on t- onto our favorite like movies and tv shows oh no you, you still have your favorite podcast or what was I'm that done your with podcasts. favorite podcasts podcasting what? moment of the year that was your that was all it. T- time favorite okay okay yeah number one Good of the year know
1: goes to lung
0: i also (laughs)
1: have yeah i have some movies uh i have some tv i also have some you my favorite youtube videos of the year
0: i spend so much time there okay so let's 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 start out with favorite youtube videos since i don't have that that way you can just be like bam 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 here are these things go check them out okay well i have made an entire playlist of these Great. We uh, uh, will send me a link to that playlist and we will put that in the description to the podcast.
1: I wanted to do this just for myself because I spend so much time watching YouTube, perhaps to the detriment of how I take in other forms of media. Like I could watch more real TV or read a little bit more. But no, I'm on YouTube a lot. (laughs) Like I might as well make a list at the end of the year. Yeah. So here are some of my favorites. Uh, There's this guy, there's this British guy named Tom Scott who does these short informative videos where he just tells you a fun fact. And he has a video called, My Unlicensed Hovercraft Bar is Technically Legal, where he goes to a place that, like, has a hovercraft and, like, you take a hovercraft course for a day and you drive a hovercraft around for a little bit, like one of those Mm-hmm. And then he's like because we are not on british soil i can pu- like pour and sell drinks on this hovercraft oh and it
0: is legal Cause the, cause and it's a video floating. Of, right floating above oh my god that's so dumb <laughs> it's <laughs> brilliant sque- but it's so dumb and he's dumb.
1: screaming all of this over the roar of the hovercraft. So the video is like subtitles on it Technically, like, this is all legal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's some of the funnest, silliest five minutes you will watch this year. That's uh, there's stuff I've already talked about this year. Like, I watched that documentary about Deep Blue, the chess computer. Mm-hmm. I watched that yeah, documentary that. about Halix, the sci fi themed rock band yeah, that played at Disneyland for one summer in the 80s. There's a video from Defunct Land which talks about defunct theme park attractions and a little bit more about uh associated parts of theme park history and they have a video called the craziest party Walt Disney ever threw and it's talking about the production of Snow White and this video is from the beginning of the year so I don't totally remember how it goes but I think like the the Disney animators were like really rushing and like really pushing themselves to make the first full length animated feature ever, a real landmark in cinema, something truly valuable. They're working very hard. And like, Walt Disney was throwing them this huge party. Like he rented out a hotel somewhere and like, they had a huge banquet and gave each other awards and things. And they're all, you know, drinking and partying at this banquet. And they've, I think they've been expecting bonuses. And then somebody tells them, Oh no, the party is the bonus. And then everybody's just like, well, heck, if this is the bonus, bars open, we're going to keep drinking. And it's just about all these drunk animators destroying this hotel, like that's jumping wonderful. from second floor windows into the pool.
0: That's wonderful. It's, I love it's it. It's 40 minutes
1: long, but it is absolutely worth it. I'd
0: love to see it.
1: Oh, there's a channel called How to Drink that's about mixology. And he did a video mm. making all of the terrible cocktails that Dr. Venture makes in the Venture Brothers.
0: Wonderful. You, you, you have to like comment on one of his videos or something and do a like, hey, suggest a wine that goes well with the Drops of God manga. Like what, <laughs> what, what, what pairs well with- He's a wine guy. The, He's a mixology I, well, guy. Well, step up your game, bro.
1: Jeez, Greg. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. doing enough. Jeez, Greg. Come on. I've been loving this YouTube channel called Junkyard Joust, which is a spin-off of Blame Society, the YouTube channel where uh, Welcome to the Basement is. I've talked about them a lot. Oh, right. Okay. Junkyard Joust is just Aaron Yonda taking Hot Wheels cars, and he's designed this, like, whole backdrop and this track for them. And, he no, he just sends Hot Wheel after Hot Wheel Down this track, he doesn't remove them. And the game is, they're all going to like crash over each other. And if at the end of the round, if you are upright, even if you're completely off the track, as long as you are upright, you win and you get to continue on to the next round. So it's just cars smashing into cars. And every car has a name. And they're all assorted into like themed teams. And every team has a logo.
0: That's wonderful. It's my new favorite sport. The thing's... People think up and 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 can make seem like wow that is the dumbest thing, but that sounds wonderful. Let me watch. I love it.
1: (laughs) And I found a YouTube channel called The Real Gems that has a lot of good Simpsons content, including a series on Simpsons Mysteries. And there's like an 18 minute video about how the layout of the Simpsons house does not make sense. And how rooms just appear and vanish. And it is one of the most enjoyable things I've watched all year. I love it so much. Okay. Just like, okay. yeah, there's a door down that hallway and we never go down the hallway and we never
0: see what's behind the door. It's so eerie. The, the amount of research that goes in, just like, do we, in all... 20 million seasons of the simpsons do we ever go in that door and you have to watch for that specifically and then you realize oh wait there's another door oh shit now we have to go back and watch 300 episodes all over again to figure out if we went in that one (sighs) crazy
1: yeah that's that's some of my faves oh and then my boy brutal moose my very favorite he started mm-hmm. a series of videos this year called mystery tapes where he just goes onto like eBay and buys like a giant box of sold as blank VHS tapes, like VHS tapes that are like from somebody's house that they've recorded over. And they're being sold as blank tapes now, basically like you take it and you record over it. And he just goes through all these tapes and just tells you what's on them. <laughs> and it's just okay. like, Clips of forgotten TV shows and weird local commercials. And it's really fun. And he's done like four or five of these. That's great. Yep. That's That's great. That's some of the highlights of my YouTube
0: list. I'm 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 not a YouTube like just random video watcher i i i go there for like tutorials as well as like video podcasts that i enjoy like it's very specific stuff that i'm like i want to watch this thing (laughs) rather than like oh cat video let's watch that (laughs) you know
1: (laughs) i don't i love it i think i like you have an idea of what you might find on netflix you really have no idea what you're gonna find on youtube like I've got another video on here that is 35 new shows of fall TV, 1997. And it's this channel that just goes through (laughs) every year since like the eighties or nineties. I think it was even farther back than that, but maybe not consistently. I don't know if they've got every year, but it's like, here are the opening credits to every TV show that premiered on all the major networks that fall. So it's just 18 straight minutes of TV theme songs. Some for like very popular shows and some for things you've never heard of. I love these. This is the cu- the joy of exploration. Oh, YouTube gets me something like no other form of entertainment does.
0: That's great. That is great. Uh, is that all of your YouTube stuff that you want to I don't do- shout out? I'm
1: not going to read you 30, so I've read you enough.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll start out with my movies, my top yeah. five movies that I watched this year. Um, actually, you know what we should do? Let's take a very, very quick break. Okay. And then we will be right back. Uh, yeah. and then we will get into all of that stuff and finish up the episode. Um, yeah, we will be right
2: back. Okay. Okay. I will be right here.
0: out mm. and we are back okay, uh yeah, so Melissa just updated us with all of the YouTube stuff she has been watching. Let's get on with our favorite movies that we have watched this year so i I, I picked out f- my top five, but I okay. don't have them in any particular order other than I'm going to list these in the o- o- order that I watched them mm. So I guess chronologically. Uh my first the first movie of the year that I was I, I was just like, oh, wow, this is amazing was Velocipaster.
1: Oh, yes.
0: This was great. This was, I believe, available on Amazon Prime. Mm. Uh, and this is one of the the best dumbest movies you are ever gonna watch it's great please go watch this I knew it was gonna be like low budget like B movie thing but it was it was a more like modern day one and they completely sold me on this film in the open like one of the opening scenes where the main character who's a priest he's a pastor Mm. right uh his he's giving his sermon and his parents are there at the sermon or they show up late i'm not sure i I don't remember but he walks out outside after church and he looks down the street and he sees his parents at the at their car just like just standing there and be like hey son we love you and and then he's, he starts to wave back, like, hey, I love you too. And then there's, uh like, it goes to their parents. It shows a picture of an explosion. And then it shows the car completely gone. His parents are completely gone. It's just like there's things where you, like, stop the c- c- camera, right? And then you move the stuff that's not supposed to be in there. And then you start rec- recording again. It's that. And it's it's like explosion it, it it says there. And then it shows him and he's just like, no, <laughs> and I'm like, this is gold. I love this. It's terrible. And I love it. It's amazing.
1: It sounds uh, really fun. I'll have to check that out.
0: It, it It is at least like like don't go in thinking this movie is going to win an Oscar or something <laughs> like not. that. Right. Go into in, 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 uh, this being like, I'm going to have a damn good time because this movie is ridiculous. Uh, and, yeah, it's about a pastor uh, who teams up with a, I, I guess, like a local hooker uh, and, w- and uh, he gets bit by a velociraptor and gets the powers to turn into a velociraptor, a velocipaster, if you yes. will. And then they fight ninjas.
1: always gotta fight a ninja can't let a ninja go
0: unthwarted it's great yeah uh so that that was the first one that i watched this year that i was just like wow amazing uh number two on the complete opposite end of the spectrum blade runner 2049 oh yeah oh beautiful movie gorgeous um so I I guess I I I had heard of this director before I forget, like villain Oh, one, uh, one, the right. dune right. right yeah he's making the new dune stuff I don't remember his name exactly uh but he also did I think it was Arrival
1: I believe so yes
0: it's one of those ones um and yeah and like that movie really really got me interested in his work because yeah it f- it felt like a genuine sequel to Blade Runner but the the visuals the aesthetic was just gorgeous mm-hmm. like it I, I think it is one of the most beautiful films I have ever seen Um, and I, you guys know me I'm also a huge cyberpunk fan so this was just like
3: Oh, this is great! I love this. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: But yeah, I'm I'm now really really interested in Dune, which I know is like a major sci-fi film, but I and, and book. But I had never really been interested in it enough to like. What is Dune? I, I don't know what this thing spice. is. Worms and spice. Worms and spice. Yes, yeah, but now, like now, I'm interested in reading the book this year, so that when the new movie. K- 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 Comes out, maybe I'll know what they're talking about. So, yeah, uh, but I I want to know more about this director and and the stuff that he is working on and working on and has worked on because of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So that was great,
1: <laughs> Kyle. I gotta say that for someone who does not typically read much prose, the fact that you are committing to a book as long and dense as Dune. Is quite a feat.
0: I think I mentioned like a month ago that I was wanting to get into reading more books in that's 2021, good. but to actually do audio books rather oh, than like sit yeah. down and, yeah. and read them. So I think that's what I, I, I might do with this. Okay. Just see if they have. Tell me how
1: Dune sounds. Audio Who reads Dune? Version.
0: Yeah. Who knows? We'll find out. Update in 2021. Don't touch that dial. Um. <laughs> Yeah, don't you so, dare go
1: to Audible and look this up by yourself, audience. You have to wait yeah. for Kyle to tell you. <laughs> they don't next sponsor us. Year.
3: Fuck
0: them. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> okay, uh, calm down, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> after that, movie number three, Parasite. Ah, oh, yeah. Wow, what a great film. <laughs> I so I've seen the host which is an, another film from the same director, Bong Joon-ho. Um, and I had heard a lot of great things about Parasite and then we watched it for the review show and that was featuring you and our lovely, uh, friend of the show. And I guess friend in real life for, for you, uh, yeah. and Patreon supporter. P- we love her a lot. Uh, Jack, um, accolades. who has been on our, our show. Yeah. Um, and I, I was there as a producer on that one. I was we were, there in the background we and I mentioned one thing we're but like, it was mainly yeah. you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, that movie was wonderful. Please, like th- there's, I, there's I, I know there's a handful of people out there who don't like reading subtitles, uh, and therefore don't explore a lot of foreign content and stuff. And to me, that's just baffling. Not that you don't like subtitles and stuff; that I can, I can understand at mm. least somewhat. But to just to think of the amount of content that's out there outside of the United States or just outside of English-speaking countries mm. uh, that is like top-notch. And just like, this is really good. Like, please go watch this or go, you know, go consume this media thing here. Right. Uh, Is baffling. There's so much good stuff. So please go watch Parasite. It's wonderful. It's phenomenal.
1: Did it's on Hulu. Yeah. (laughs) You to see this prestigious Oscar, you know, can winning film just on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Not to disparage Hulu. I was saying it is very easy for you to get this thing. Don't think that just because it's some fancy Oscar winning thing that you have to like buy it. You do not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Though I did hear that they already have a criterion collection version of that film, which I am debating on buying. I don't buy movies nowadays because I like to get things digitally uh, but that's one that I'm like I don't know maybe like if they have like a steel book edition or something. I don't like think I Criterion would, that, that does steel
1: books. I've never bought a Criterion. I think tw- that's one I. of my goals for 2021 is I will buy one Criterion.
0: Good stuff. Criteria for 2021 is Criterion number one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the criteria is uh, Criterion. So that, sounds my fourth sounds like the film. Name of some- some very haughty academic essay that I have to process.
2: You keep talking. I'm just over here making dumb jokes to myself. I'm all full of swamp nog, Kyle. Keep talking.
0: That's okay. You got super lucky, so I missed it, but I will hear it in post. And I'm sure <laughs> it was great. That was a knee slapper. Ha! <laughs> Melissa you're great you're funny I, I have no idea What you just said but yeah uh, <laughs> So my Fourth film Is only God forgives
1: oh, Drive is, 2
0: I, I, Yeah uh, I, I say yes but also No so this was back when I had That random Ryan Gosling Kick I I just happened to watch a bunch of movies because we watched, like, remember the Titans. And then shortly after that is when I was like Blade Runner 2049. I'm going to watch that. And then I watched Drive. And then I was like, you know what? Why not? I'm also going to watch Only God Forgives. And Only God Forgives was. Really interesting. That was a film that I was just like, "Uh, this is i i like this but it's th- this is not for everyone
1: now is that a literal sequel to drive or is it a spiritual sequel to drive
0: uh, they're not related period okay
1: i thought they i thought they were in the same narrative okay i guess it is well, just all right, it uh, feels like drive a lot let me so see
0: per- who is drive directed by that's what i need to look it's big up.
1: finger quotes drive too
0: uh, only God forgives movie. only dr- God dr- forgives movies. Drive, you're right. Uh, because dr- Drive was directed by Nicholas Wending Refin, and I guess this was two. So yeah, so I I I guess the connection is that it both it stars Ryan Gosling and it's directed by Nicholas Wending Reffin uh who by the way if you're a big fan of video gi- games plays a character in Death Stranding by oh. Kojima by Kojima. Um, wow, yeah which I I loved that game. Um but yeah and and I I guess just the kind of neon aesthetic but I liked only God Forgives a hell of a lot more than I liked Drive. I still liked Oh interesting D- to hear uh only God it forgives is more artsy. There's a lot more sequences where there's no talking and it's just mm. silent. Well, it's not silent, but then you know there's ambient sound and stuff like that, but there's no dialogue. Um yeah, like I I I feel like I have to go watch that again because I I I don't know if at this moment I can give you a good synopsis of what that film is or what it's about, but it is more okay. artsy fartsy than okay. Drive is. Whereas drive, I can be like, this guy is a professional dr- driver, he gets mixed up in some shit, and then has to, you know, figure his way out. If that makes sense. But yeah, only God forgives. I, l- I liked that one a lot. Um, so there you go. Last but not least for me on movies, um, it, th- this one came out of nowhere for me. My girlfriend recommended this one and we watched it together it's called i'm thinking of ending things oh yes have you have you seen this Uh, uh, no i don't know if I (laughs) could i should i i i I believe it's on netflix it might be a netflix original um this was also a really interesting film it's a a Cosman, isn't it oh i have no idea um uh, but it yeah it 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 also is a much more artsy film, Um, and it's it's a film – I don't know if I know what this film was about. Like as you watch it, it starts out very normal. It's about this girl. She's like, I have this new boyfriend. We're about to go to his parents for I guess the holidays or Thanksgiving or something. I don't remember what and they have this long road trip to get there and just as the movie progresses it gets weird and weirder and weirder just to mm. the like by time the ending of this film you're just like what the fuck did i just watch that that was strange and it like it's not a horror film but there are moments that are scary in the sense that this is tense. I have no idea what's happening. Like, okay. what is going on? Like, it, like it, it, it's not actually, like, scary. Scary. So, if, if you're out there and you're thinking, like, I don't like scary films like me, um, mm. this is not that. But there are some moments that are just so tense that you're just like, oh, what is going on? I, I – I don't understand what's happening now. And yeah, it's intriguing to say the least. And it stuck with me in a weird way like that. Like this film and Only God God Forgives, I think, are the two films that stuck with me this year. I'm just like, this was weird. I liked this. Mm. So good stuff there. Those are my top five films of 2020 that I watched. Good list.
1: Let's see. I didn't make a top five list and I left out things we already covered on the review show. I thought I'd talk about those in the okay. retrospective. Sure. And I know there's movies I'm forgetting about. I watch a movie with Jack almost every week and I tried to go back through our text logs to make sure there weren't any I was forgetting about. And I only got back like uh, <laughs> like
0: six months. Movies. Yeah. 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 Oh, Less than that.
1: <laughs> hmm.
2: Let's see. I want to read to you the back of the
1: DVD box from the movie Ghost. Okay. Think of the most touching love story you ever saw. Think, too, of the brightest comedy, the most astonishing supernatural tale, and a sleek mystery thriller. Did you come up with four separate films? Or are you among the millions of fans and critics who've discovered Ghost? The number one film of nineteen
0: ninety. What the hell is this? It's Ghost. You know Ghost? No, I don't. I know Casper. He's a friendly. G- 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 you don't. G- you don't ghost. know
1: the, the sexy pottery wheel? You've you've I seen mean, this? Pottery
0: wheels are kind of sexy when you think about them.
1: You've seen somebody parody this? You know, so it's Demi Moore in this cute short haircut. And she's doing a pottery. And then up comes behind she's her. She's doing a pottery.
0: Her, her
1: boyfriend Patrick Swayze, <laughs> And he's shirtless. And he sits behind her. Is he and like he's helping
0: like, her form yeah, the pottery? With the pottery
1: that... And it's playing like the Righteous Brothers. It's incredibly romantic. It's one of the I'm, most romantic. I'm scenes sure committed I've seen a knockoff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've have. seen a
0: knockoff. Um, so
1: I finally watched that whole okay. movie this year. And That's wild. it's It's 125 minutes long. Not bad.
0: It's not bad. Two hours, but.
1: But I feel like it's longer than the equivalent of this movie would be today. It's not bad. I just think it's interesting that it's 125 minutes.
0: That's long for 1990. It is. Because like, I, I think back to like old movies we had on VHS, most of them can fit on one. Except for Titanic and Ben-Hur. Right? Long boys. I, I, I haven't seen Ben-Hur. I have no idea what that's actually about. Oh, uh, it's a chariot. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's a chariot for three hours or if there are other things in it. Maybe we'll have to watch one of these years and find out.
0: We, 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 oh, if we, can, if we can come up with the third... Movies that was HHS on two H- H- VHSes. Like that can be our that can be our theme of of, of like <laughs> movies that would take two movies HHS. that would be on two vhs's for the review show. That's a great theme.
1: <laughs> okay, I am gonna look this up later. Look for this in the new year. It's not even gonna matter because we're gonna watch it on streaming somewhere. Challenge probably. accepted. Now, if only I had my throwback cinema room with like the 50 inch big butt TV.
2: Right. (laughs)
1: Eating bunch of crunch and other old snacks. Uh, Ghost is good. I'm here to tell you it's a delight to watch. It is romantic. It is funny. It's one thing to know that somebody has won an Oscar for a performance. And it's another thing to watch them win the Oscar for that performance. Whoopi Goldberg mm, won an yeah. Oscar
0: for this. And Whoopi Goldberg is in that. Interesting. Whoop- okay, she plays Good a stuff. psychic,
1: and, uh, and Patrick Swayze's like she's the only person who can hear him. And at one point, he like possess- Like she invites him. She's like, "Hey, get in my body, possess my body, and then I'll hold to Demi Moore's hand for you, and Demi Moore and I will dance to the Righteous Brothers song." Uh, you okay? So it's like your soul will dance.
0: Supposedly straight romance But it's disguised as a lesbian romance
1: N- I don't know Well in that scene like it cuts away And it, it, it's shot with Patrick Swayze But you know in uh, the back okay. of my mind Whoopi Goldberg is there <laughs> Interesting <laughs> uh, I, Let's see Ghost was good I spent a lot of time this year crossing off like Movies I heard about when I was a kid and I'm like, now that I'm an adult, I should watch that. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched Being John Malkovich by Charlie Kaufman. That's a, a whole heck of a thing. It's. Ve-
0: yeah, it's, I haven't seen it's that ve- one.
1: It's very ridiculous. There's a lot going on. It's fun. It's okay. fun. Like, there are some sad moments, but it never ruins the mood. Okay, Cam- I think I talked about this. This is one of those movies that I watched uh, when I had like three Cameron Diaz movies in a week. She's amazing in this. She's really yeah, delightful. Well, what
0: was the, I don't remember the name of it, but it was the one with the elevator scene. Is that right? No, that's.
1: Oh, no, that's, oh, um, uh, that's my best friend's wedding. I watched my best friend's wedding and mask and being John Malkovich all in one week. Yeah.
0: What a chaotic so, so that, week. That, 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 that did have her in, in that she, film though, right? Yes,
1: yes. Those were the okay, three cool. films.
0: That's, yeah, that's what I was the three, thinking. The three
1: yeah. days of Diaz. that was good. Let's see. Some of these I've talked about. Uh, i talked about Fright Night. I've talked about Logan Lucky on the review show a couple mm-hmm. times. I was really impressed with that one. Um, two movies I watched at the beginning of the year, pre-quarantine, I really uh, and two. I spent some time with our friend Leonardo DiCaprio. I watched Catch Me If You Can and The Aviator.
0: Catch Me If You Can is good. I remember that one. I'll have to watch that one again soon because I I remember yeah. that being great, and then I just haven't watched it in like a decade. It is. A,
1: there Christmas happens in it. You could watch it right oh, now. Okay. Good. Yeah.
0: Good to know. Maybe I will do do that this winter break. I
1: think the my favorite movie that I saw this year is rocket man, rocket man, (laughs) (laughs) which I expected. I would like Elton John's a favorite of mine. He has been since I was a kid.
0: Gotcha. That's what I was about to ask. Which rocket man are you talking about?
1: (laughs) Not the Harlan (laughs) (laughs) Harlan Williams one. Although I I appreciate that as well.
3: Right. Yeah. (laughs) It also holds its
1: place on this earth. Uh, like I knew I would like this movie and I didn't see it when it came out. Cause I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll go see that with my dad. Like my dad got me into this music and my dad's so fickle with movies. He's like, yeah, I'd be uh-huh. interested in seeing this. But every time I watch it, I like ask him like, you want to watch that tonight? He's like, ah, eh, tonight eh, I got something I'm doing. I'm tired. There's a baseball game on. I have, have to, to watch the this right rerun mood. of NCIS. I have to. Yeah. So like, it takes forever for me to get him to sit down and watch a movie And sometimes he just watches them without me because I think he forgot that I asked him, hey, do you want to watch this with me sometime? Side
0: note, (laughs) doesn't Disney Plus now have the like watch at the same time feature thing? It
1: does. I haven't tried it out yet.
0: I should try that out with my parents this holiday break and see if we can watch something together. Cool. Continue. (laughs) Sorry. So it
1: took me a while uh to see this movie. My roommate really loved it. She'd watch it like seven times. So we put it on one night while we were like both home at the same time. And like we were making dinner together. I was really struck by it. It's visually wonderful. It's a great movie to look at. There's great performances in it. And it it hit me on a very personal level because it's this music I've loved since I was a little kid. Like, you know, the song Mm -hmm. Tiny Dancer.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Ever since I was a kid, like that, I've loved that song, but it's filled me with such wistful longing because it's so romantic. Like sure. even when I'm like eight years old, like, boy, I wish I could be like some man with like dashing flowing hair and like a shirt with some buttons open would like hold me Obvio and himself. we'd stare out at like a canyon <laughs> while this song plays, you yeah. know? <laughs> it was a very daydreamy <laughs> child. Like, man, can't wait to have that. And like, I get older and like, I've still never had that. I've never had the feeling that the song Tiny Dancer makes me feel. Mm -hmm. It's always made me feel lonely because it's such a romantic, intimate song. But the scene that they orchestrate to go along with this in the movie is Elton John goes to a party and it's like one of the first parties after he's become a musician. Like he's not big yet. He's played like two shows. You know, it's like his first week in America after you know he's traveled outside of England. It's him and his his buddy, the the songwriter, and his songwriter like finds a date at the party and like goes off with the date. And it's like it's Stelton John wandering through this giant like Hollywood party, looking around, and everybody is with somebody, and he's like the one lone person there. Like I spent oh, my yeah. whole life imagining the song coming from somebody who is in a happy place so to watch it played out like no it's from the same place you have always been
0: that yeah that's kind of wild though i'm just, I'm just like yeah. it, it's actually flipped on your head mm-hmm. it's not it's yeah not what you thought but it's what you are yeah weird? You yeah are it was the tiny dancer Melissa, right
1: i'm the one longing you. for the tiny dancer
0: <laughs> exactly i don't know
1: which one of them's the tiny dancer in the song
0: <laughs> are we humans
1: or are we tiny dancers <laughs> <laughs> regular dancer or tiny dancer
3: yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah that that's a movie i still think about after seeing it in like june
2: I can see that okay. being a
1: movie that I watch frequently throughout my life. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. You got any TV shows to kind of end the I night?
0: do. Yeah. I actually have TV shows in comics. You oh, you want why me to do comics? My, co- co- my comics first comics. or save those yeah. for last? Okay. Let's do comics then. Uh, so these aren't exactly in order that I read them because like comics come out monthly. Uh, and I also do a lot of, like, older comics that I read and stuff like that. But here's here's what I enjoyed this year. Uh, again, this is in no particular order. But uh, number one here on my list is Daredevil, written by Chip Zdarsky. Oh, uh, I did know
1: he was writing Daredevil.
0: He is, and that is honestly kind of surprising. Uh, well, yeah. It's surprising in the sense that I like I didn't expect him to do that book, but it's not surprising in terms of talent. Like he is a very talented writer, writer, right? Yeah.
1: But when I think of him, I think of how funny he is. And I write Daredevil exactly. is not funny.
0: He's dark and gritty. Like it's meant to be like. Oh. Like as dark as Batman Kind of thing of just like Yeah it's raining it's dark Parents are dead uh, You know break <laughs> right? me up Break <laughs> yeah. me up inside Break me up inside <laughs> Um, And He writes an incredible Daredevil it's wow. so good Like I I've been loving this <laughs> Series um, And And uh, yeah, I highly recommend ch- checking it out. It's, uh, I-, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, sure, it's new reader friendly to an extent, uh, but I, yeah, I, I mean, it-, it-, it is absolutely worth checking out because he writes it so well. Uh, I think at this p- p- point in time, Matt Murdock has kind of retired as daredevil and he's the he's seeing things happen within the city that he's not liking and things are like slowly pulling him back I- 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 in mm-hmm. um in the meantime there's this new cop uh that has kind of not taken over but he you know he's one of the main characters in the book and he is very like anti superhero anti vigilante stuff like that and he's kind of ending up having to be for like forced to work with daredevil uh and it's really really good to see them kind of work together come together do all of that stuff it's it's fantastic please go check out uh daredevil by chip shadarski i'm not sure who does the the art off the top of my head but the art is also phenomenal especially the covers oh please go check out the cover art it is beautiful uh apologies for not remembering the name on that um but they were wonderful uh next up on my list you've heard me mention it a number of times on the review show as secretly one of dc's best books this is justice league dark oh yeah Um, this is a Team of Justice League members led by Wonder Woman focusing on magic users, if that makes sense. So it's mm-hmm. uh, the team t- is Wonder Woman, uh, Detective Chimp, Man Bat, Swamp Thing, John Constantine, uh, eventually detective Dr. Chimp? Fate. Detective Chimp. He is a talking what? chimpanzee and he is a detective.
1: Man size or chimp size. Chimp size.
0: Regular chimp size. And he has on the like Sherlock Holmes hat, the like double thing. I googled him
1: and he does just look like what you think he would look
0: like. There's no surprises here. Exactly. Like it's it's a detective chimp. Um, but yeah, that book has secretly been d comics' best book as of the past year and a half, 2 years, it's been I am, phenomenal.
1: I am a little bit surprised. He has a sword, uh which neither Eventually a does, yes. nor a detective typically has.
0: He gets that sword from Blue Devil if I'm not mistaken, who is a character I don't really know anything about. Uh but he is he's in that series there but yeah the first arc of that sto- well I-, I guess background of that story there's an event that happens within DC comics I think this is around like uh, Scott Snyder's death metal I believe is what it was ca- called um, and as a result of that event they break this thing called the source wall which is like the edge of the universe basically right like it, it it is the like like you can go what's the movie with jim c- carrey where he's in the the Truman G- show G- yes exactly you know how you can like go to the end and like touch the wall yeah. there and it's it's like that so think of that but just at, at like in the dc c- comics of like this is the entirety of your universe right and there is a definitive end p- 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 point at, you know at that thing they end up br- Breaking that wall, and that means bad things for reality and existence, and like what you know, exist existential stuff. And so the Justice League ends up forming three different teams. There's the regular, just plain old Justice League. There's the Justice League Dark, and Justice League Odyssey. Uh, So it's three separate books you can go read there. You know, they're all off on their own (laughs) adventures, but Justice League Dark in particular focuses on magic stuff. And that first arc is about, okay, now that the source wall is broken, what does that mean for magic? Like now that existence is all fucked up and stuff like that. Like, what does that mean for magic? Is magic dying? Can we save magic? How do we save magic? right mm-hmm. um and so it's all that stuff and it's phenomenal uh cool. for a while it was co-written by james titanian T- 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 the fourth and ram v ram the fifth i'm not sure I mm. he didn't do all that stuff um i recently followed him on twitter uh but he is uh phenomenal stuff so please go check, 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 check out that book Number three on my list is The Flash, written by Joshua Williamson. Uh, I've been a fan of The Flash for a while, but I I had never really gotten into his comics. I tried with The New 52. I believe Jeff Johns was writing that, and it was okay. It started off really good, 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 and then I fell off, Uh, but then I, I, like you also know me i'm a big fan of like continuity and Mm -hmm. the lore and the post-crisis dc continuity and stuff like that and dc rebirth kind of brought some of that stuff back uh without spoiling it but in in a way that when i read that i was like holy shit this is great i love this stuff uh so i started to read the flash with that and it's been phenomenal uh, this is a series that truly made me fall in love with The Flash. I love this series. <laughs> the character is phenomenal. Joshua Williamson did great on this book. Um, to add his own like new characters as well as revisit the old, old ones and do all his spin on that stuff, please go read that book. It is great uh next up we covered this on the review show but black hammer yeah that was a great book if Mm -hmm. you like superhero stuff if you like mysteries this is the book for you where it is an indie superhero related title Mm. they are superheroes Trapped in this new world, Uh, you know, this big, like, world-ending crisis happened, and they all got transported mm-hmm. to this new place, and they don't really know where they are. They—I I don't remember. Did they lose their memories in that one? No, they think...
1: remember everything, but nobody around them
0: knows acts who like are. anything
1: that they went through happened.
0: Right. And there's, like—there's also this— bubble that they're trapped in yeah. they can only stay like within their city and so they're tr- tr- trying to figure out what happened and all of that stuff and that series is great it's a great mm-hmm. mystery there's some um, uh wonderful characters uh and uh, just just a good mystery t- to the whole thing of like ooh what is happening and you get some uh it's like oh like okay that guy is the like superman thor character right and this <laughs> Parson is the more magic based Swamp thing References <laughs> like they, they had Characters in there that was like Len and Bernie and It was like okay yeah. that's Len Ween and Bernie I like that stuff so that stuff is good Go ch- ch- check out that book And I know uh, Currently they are p- putting out A number of like solo series Of like yeah. the characters in that book They're getting their own spin offs and stuff So you guys should go check that stuff out too Last but not least for the comics, uh Naomi is, is, is the book. It's a six-issue miniseries. I guess the the this first volume was entitled Season One. Mm. So I guess they're eventually gonna do more. And I've read some comics recently that have a, conti- a like a direct continuation of like, you read that, now read this thing, right? Um but this is about. A girl who is adopted mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she finds out she has superpowers and oh. stuff like that. And uh, it really stuck with me because I am also adopted. Mm-hmm. And I know You can c- kind of use that metaphor with Superman to like he was adopted by yeah. you know, mom and pa Kent. But they don't really focus on that. And this comic really focused on that where she is a young black girl and her parents are white. So it like it it stands out rather mm-hmm. than Clark Kent who's like he fits yeah. in, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, she finds out she is like from another dimension and she has superpowers and all of this stuff and she's a brand new character to the dc universe and her like the first volume you really don't need to know anything about dc comics except for like i know who superman is and i know who batman is you know and that's it and you can jump in right there and everything is brand new and it's it's just like that magic of like Whoa, what is this universe? I now have superpowers and stuff. And it's wonderful. It's a great story. Um, Especially with how well Miles Morales has been doing. I think Naomi is a character to keep your eye on. I think she down the road will be in DC movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Actually, I think they announced recently a CW tv show for naomi does she I'm have a, an
1: alter ego like a superhero name not yet okay what does she do
0: thing. uh well she has these like energy powers, so she can fly oh. because of the energy like it, it's still unclear like she's discovering okay. it all that's that no sense. that's
1: good that's a good so, angle
0: yeah so there you go it's good fun but those are my favorite comics that i read this nice year. very comprehensive Uh, Do you want to start with your TV shows?
1: I don't. Well, I don't really have many because I watch most of my TV for for the review show. I think the other things I've watched this year, like I've been slowly working through so weird. The old uh, Disney Channel Spooky Kids show from the late 90s that I love finished that yet. I'm like uh, 10 episodes away from the end of it. Like there's no stakes to me finishing it. Nobody, that makes like sense. I'm the only person I know who is watching this. So I've yeah. got nobody to prod me along. I, I'm, I'll finish it eventually. I, sometimes I, I watch I it at lunch that show. <laughs> during my work break. Sometimes I cycle it with YouTube videos or something I need to watch for podcast homework. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> it at a pace. I tend to watch any TV show very slowly. I Unless I've got like a podcast deadline on me. I'm really not a binger. You know, I think I'm only a Benger if a show is like particularly thrilling or if it is like very short for me to absorb. Like the Queen's Gambit. Right. I love the Queen's Gambit. And that I think is just seven or eight episodes. I think And I talked about this a couple weeks ago, but just to reiterate again, uh, it's good. And not only is it good, it's very sweet. It's a heartwarming show. Like it it's very compelling as a drama, but I ended the show feeling lighter than I would have expected the way the show began. So if you want a good palate cleanser, like between longer dramas, or if you're looking for something here on the holiday break, uh, check out the Queen's Gambit. It's She goes to all these chess competitions and plays chess against all these people. And more often than not, like they're friends with her. Like they mean her well, like they all just love I- chess.
0: I heard someone compare her to Goku in Dragon Ball Z where she she just has a great attitude and loves doing it and is like, "Oh cool, you're st- you're stronger than me. Ah, I'll still beat beat beat, beat you, but we'll be f- 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 friends, right?" like she's I, not I I don't know how accurate that is. She's not but... quite as
1: outgoing as Goku, but you're right. I understand. <laughs> That's great. This is a show where like every opponent kind of becomes part of the extended friend group.
0: That's wonderful. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> so, all uh,
0: right. I was I like this a close to buying the novel for my mom for Christmas oh. uh, cuz it's based off of a book and she she ended up watching that show and was like I really liked it. And I was like maybe I should get her the book
1: well mm-hmm. uh yeah so i don't feel like i've got many shows to talk about it's really just that one this year okay the only well, show that fair. i've been watching that i haven't talked about this is a new one this is a co- a sketch comedy show on netflix called auntie donna's big old house of fun never heard of it it's it just came out a couple weeks ago and it's this co- it's the sketch troupe of three guys from australia And it's like a six episode show. The episodes are very short. They're like 20 minutes long. And I heard about it because it's produced by uh, some of the people from comedy Bang Bang, which I love. And it's that same very absurd, very silly kind of humor. And the show is just it's a riot. Like it's so preposterous. It's. You're just, ca- good, just cackling at it, absolutely cackling at it. They've got gags like it's these three guys who live in a house, and like every time they open a door or a cabinet, there's a loud sound effect of a man's voice saying "creak."
0: <laughs> That's like <laughs> the explosion in faster Velocip- right, right. <laughs> Just explosion. <laughs>
1: And like one of these, like the three guys will be in a scene and then a fourth character who will enter played by one of those three same guys. And then we'll cut back to that guy. And he's been replaced by a mannequin. Wonderful. So if like Zach's in the scene and then Zach has to play the guy who walks in. They're like, gee, what do you think? Zach and Zach's like a mannequin wearing his clothes. And they're like, good <laughs> thinking, Zach. We agree.
0: That's great. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Good one stuff. of the
1: executive producers is Ed Helms and he appears okay. in the show like, as the actual... Pre- Wait do I,
0: is he in the from, office?
1: Yes, yeah. Okay. And um, he's the once He He has One-slur. other credits.
3: The once <laughs> I don't... I, from the Lorax!
1: The once-slur. Uh,
0: okay, I, I've read the Lorax, I've seen the movie once, but it hasn't stuck with me. So.
1: D- d- don't Google it. Google it only if you're, like, really willing to go down a deep rabbit hole.
0: I gotcha. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> but it's Ed Helps. And he's, like, the producer of the three guys. And they're, sh- like, the, it's one of those shows where, like, they know they're making a show, sort of. And they're doing a scene with him. And they ad- it, it's, it's some other gag. It's some other game to the scene. And then, like, they address him by name. They're like, well, Ed. And he's like, hold on, guys. What? And they're like, what do you mean, Ed? And he's like, guys, you've known me for years. My name is Egg. My name is Egg Helms. They're like, no, it's not. It's Ed Helms. It's always been Ed Helms. And he's like, no. And he pulls up his phone. He's like, look, there's my IMDB profile. It says my full name right there. Egg Helms. Egg Helms.
0: Speaking of eggs, I, I, that reminds me of uh, the m- movie that we watched this week on the review show, Jingle Jangle. Yeah, Uh, there is a scene which I will be commenting on the egg in that. So be be looking forward to that. (laughs) Go, that's wild though. Good stuff. Okay, so that was a uh, remind me of the title of that one again. Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Auntie Donna's okay sketch comedy. Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun
1: Netflix show. Look it up. It's it's. Just short and silly and a good light uh, time to brighten up your day.
0: Good I think that's all I have. Good stuff. OK, so that means it's my turn for TV shows. I will finish things up here on the podcast with these. Uh, again, these are kind of in chronological order. Number one. Venture bros. Mm-hmm. I love oh, this boys. show. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for making me watch this show. It is (laughs) great. I love it. I'm so sad that it got canceled for season eight. I really hope that season eight ends up being made because they could wrap things up in season, like just like Netflix, please. Like, like make this happen, <laughs> HBO Max, please. Right, this is perfect you know, they're for in your, your
1: family. HBO Max, adopt exactly. them.
3: Make it them happen because, like, the it, end it of these storylines
1: is right there on the horizon. You know, they're Seriously. seven seasons deep. They need just that eighth season. If they get more wonderful, these stories have a little yeah. bit more time to breathe.
0: But which eight, eight? Yeah, right. Like it's not that far off. I, I was about to say side note, I just got access to HBO Max for Mm. the first (laughs) time. I don't think Venture Bros is on there. It's on Hulu. I don't Right. It's on there. So I'm wondering if like if they have a contract or something with Hulu that they have exclusivity on that. But I'm wondering if once that is up, they might do a, hey, let's renew it for season eight and be like, hey, we now have the entirety of just like a big put like, boom, here is this thing. Like, I'm wondering if that's something that they've talked I sure about hope or discussed. So. I, yeah, I hope so. Because that show is phenomenal. Great show. Mm-hmm. Great show. Uh, so we watched all seven seasons of that so far on the review show. Uh, we have multiple yeah uh multiple podcasts c- covering that
1: yep three episodes
0: yeah three whole episodes indeed uh after that again something that we covered on the review show mr robot ah uh, fuck that show is so good and it's a right up changer. my alley like i i knew i liked this show because i had seen season one I think, like, two times before we watched it for the review show. And just for whatever reason, never kept up with it. I think the first time I watched it, season one was all that there was Mm. so far. So that's all I watched. And then I just didn't keep up. And then I thought, I think I watched it a second time on my own. Because I knew I liked it and I wanted to catch up, but then I just never did i don't remember but then yeah mm. we watched it for the review show one of my all-time favorites now yes uh i think venture burrows made it up there as well but mr robot uh that is a kyle ass kyle show
1: <laughs> it is very kyle
0: yeah absolutely <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's definitely that's a show I still think about all the time. And Same. I know we like, yeah. just finished it in like July, like, you know, like it's not that old, but I know that's there's stuff in that show that is going to stick with me for a very right. long time
0: to come. Abs- absolutely, absolutely. Uh so besides that, the next show is seasons 1 through 3 of Dark, which oh, is yeah. uh, the entirety of that show. That is a German show. Uh it's a Netflix original. Um, It's a time travel show. Wild. Mm -hmm. The the, the plot is crazy. There's a bunch of like it's the same level of like theorizing you can do with lost. Like, like, remember the feeling watching that show and just coming up with the the. theories of like oh like this is gonna happen and this guy's related to this and this thing and they did that and oh my god it's great like dark has that same level of intrigue in it but it's also a time travel show and you guys know me i like time travel stuff Mm. Uh, like i said before when i was mentioning parasite it's a foreign show don't let the uh subtitles scare you off uh, because it is it, it is phenomenal it's only three seasons they do what they need to do and get out uh, oh, is it
1: concluded now
0: yeah it is concluded oh. it is in it, the whole thing is three seasons a total of 26 episodes um and yeah i think at by by, by the end i remember tearing up and just being like it's so good i love this, show. this is beautiful uh yeah it's a great show. Uh next up, the show I want to shout out is True Detective. Specifically, oh, yeah. seasons 1 and 3, especially season 3. Uh oh. I so seasons 1 and 3 are the ones you should absolutely watch of that show. You can completely skip season 2 if you want to because it's an anthology mm-hmm. show where each season is a new uh like crime and it's all new characters stuff like that seasons one and two have a very 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 loose connection um so it 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 helps of like oh like hey i, I see what they're doing there with 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 that thing but you don't need to watch season one or two to understand what's happening in season three or so, or you, you, okay. you, you know, so on and so forth. But season one is phenomenal. Uh, it stars uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, and they are both brilliant to just watch chew up the scenery. Especially Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. uh, it just wonderful, wonderfully, wonderfully acted. Uh, it's a great cr- crime show if you're into. All of that stuff and a good good mystery. But then season three, what's interesting about that is they, the the series is set in three different time periods Mm -hmm. of the same person's life. Oh. And yeah. So the main detective is played by Mahershala Ali, Mm -hmm. uh, who will be the new Blade in the MCU, uh, who also played... Uh, cotton mouth in the luke cage show Mm. uh the marvel luke cage show um and yeah he's he's the main detective and he catches this case that kind of sticks with him through multiple decades of his life and so the show will switch back and forth between these decades um to where he's he's younger he's middle-aged and to when he's older on in life and especially when he's older on in life he's kind of starting to get alzheimer's and so he's not remembering things like he should and so this whole thing is kind of tainted with this with this of Mm. like Am I really watching him when he's younger or is this his memory of when he's younger? He said that this happened, but did that really happen? And so, yeah, it's it's fascinating. And by the end of that season, I cried and it was great. It was it was a good show. Highly recommend True Detective seasons one and three, Uh, two. I did not like, but it was it was it it was fine. Mm -hmm. um but yeah especially season three last but not least because we have been going for a long time here um what i'm sure you guys will hear me talk about tomorrow on our retrospective the great pretender season one i was so surprised by this show it's phenomenal it's great it's so much fun what a romp It is. It is a romp indeed. It is a crime show, more of a con of like how do we figure out how to swindle this dude and scam this dude. There's three cases within season one, but just visually, it is gorgeous. They have this like really painterly art style to the backgrounds Mm -hmm. and stuff that's almost psychedelic. In the way yeah. that just their their use of color and th- like it's not neon, but it's just there's so super much color, saturated, super saturated. My- yeah. It's great, great. And it's fun. It reminded me a lot of Cowboy Bebop and mm-hmm. the third and Ocean's Eleven. So if you <laughs> like that kind of stuff, check this out. It's phenomenal. So that's that's my last. TV show of twenty twenty. Nice. That I liked that I enjoyed. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was a good I, I enjoyed a lot of things this year. I can get to as much TV as I would like to. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I watch an OK amount of TV in my private life. But then when I talk to any other human being and they've watched way more shows than me and I'm like, I watched a guy uh, go through old VHS tapes on YouTube for a while. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm not bringing <laughs> the same cultural conversation points to the table so i mean 2021 i'll watch more tv real in your own way
0: you are though like don't be (laughs) ashamed i think youtube youtube is definitely a part of the conversation nowadays in a way that like 10 20 i I guess 20 years ago it wasn't around but 10 years ago
1: I, Mm -hmm. i don't know when exactly
0: youtube started but in its early days like i don't think Anyone would have thought that YouTube is in the same conversation as that now. Just like you can watch. Well, it isn't, except for me. I mean, it it kind of is though, because I like I I watch stuff on YouTube, but I don't watch like random fail compilations yeah. or stuff like like there is that stuff if you want to watch that on there, and that's absolutely great for if that's what you want to mm-hmm. use it for. But I I also watch video podcast like it is more like a talk show like a Mm. like which could be a tv show right like i i watch it more for that stuff um and so yeah like it it is absolutely in that conversation of like what is the content that you consume what is the media that you consume and it's like well I watch a lot of YouTube.
1: Yeah, I watch this guy run a bunch of Hot Wheels into each other and then commentate over it like a sport.
0: Absolutely. 2020 is wild. It's great. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Uh, Melissa, final thoughts on 2020?
1: Oh, Jiminy's.
0: (laughs) That's a loaded question. I know.
1: I tried to make my time here alone in my apartment count. I think I did a good job. uh I tried to elevate just my regular homely skills, like cooking and cleaning and things like that, and I think I am much better at that than I was at the beginning of the good year for you. and i'm I hope that's something that sticks with me, good even when you. I am yeah. back to like yeah. being out of my house much more and I've got a busier life i think i was, i hope I hope that I'll retain that diligence to put the dishes away, dust that you're going to make yourself, you know, 10 days worth of food and then pack it into the freezer today. I hope I'm still good at that. And I hope I still find time to make time for movies. I've been meaning to see forever, having all of this time on my, like not needing to drive around to like commute to work. And, you know, I'm not going out to stores as often or seeing people like I've got more time at home. So with these longer chunks of time, I'm like, I'm going to sit down to a movie. Anytime I had like two hours, I'm like, what's a movie that you can watch? So I've got right, yeah. way more movies into my year than I typically do. And there's still ones that I'm really hoping to have the time to cross off the list before you know year ends.
0: Yeah. yeah. I want
1: to watch Eyes Wide Shut. That's a long one.
0: There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, yeah, 2020 has been a crazy year. Uh, it is absolutely what no one expected. Mm. Um. Yeah, I I'm I'm in a way speechless at mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. But I also felt right at home because I'm a shut in anyways. Like I stay at home. I don't talk to anyone really. I have no friends. Uh it's great. But that's not to be all woe is me. Like I mm. like just yeah, like I I I had fun, and I was expecting this to have a bigger impact on what we do here at the Whatnots, and I think we've done phenomenally.
1: Yeah, like what we do is has basically not changed at all. Uh, we have to dig a little deeper to come up with captain's log topics, and I counted, and we only did five reactor core video
0: yeah, podcasts this year instead of, of like hit, but...
1: eleven last year. But otherwise no normal same
0: pretty much yeah uh so i'm excited for what is to come in 2021 Mm. Uh, but you guys i guess will hear a little bit more about what we are hoping to do in 2021 on our five-year anniversary retrospective uh so let's dive into housekeeping right now Our five-year anniversary retrospective, we will be recording it tomorrow. So if you're listening to this as a podcast or on YouTube, please be on the lookout for that. Uh, It might already be out at the same time. Who knows exactly or will be out shortly. Um, but yeah we're gonna have a lot a lot of fun with that we have some awards to kind of pass out Uh, there's gonna be some trivia and stuff like that there's gonna be drinking there's gonna be eating pizza there's gonna be all sorts of fun and shenanigans and reasons to celebrate a five-year anniversary here at the whatnots so that is fun Uh, be on the lookout for all of that if you did not know though We have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, which is thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. Uh, If you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, If you especially like what we do, we have all sorts of exclusive content at our $3 tier. More of that will be coming in the new year, so be on Mm -hmm. the lookout for all of that stuff. Um, Yeah, Uh, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier, so thank you so much to Sam – uh, who has been support- supporting us Thanks, for Sam. an incredible amount of t- t- time. Thank you so much. We love you and appreciate you a lot. Love you. Indeed. Um, yeah, that being said, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And you can listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities where me and my brother Jams watch a weird old kids show or movie from fuzzy yesteryear. And we'll be releasing a Christmas episode about a movie called the life and adventures of Santa Claus from the year 2000.
0: Interesting. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date on our podcasts, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe. Follow us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash The Whatnots. Go follow us on Twitch, uh, which unfortunately we had to take down our Twitch stream. I promise we will have things working Mm -hmm. for uh, tomorrow for the end of the year retrospective. I just have to switch some things around. Uh, so I don't have to deal with this new software that I am using mm. right now. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll have that all figured out. Go follow us on Twitch, which is the twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Um, yeah, go like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a foe, sell your soul, do whatever you need to do to help us spread the word. We hope you had a good 2020. Uh, if you did not, we hope that 2021 is much better for yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, It has been crazy for us all. But yeah, Uh, it's almost done. So at least there is hope in that. With that, we will see you in the new year. (laughs) Happy holidays and we will see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.